Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. I want to welcome everybody to this week's Real Talk Tuesday. The topic for this week is going to be... There's always something to be thankful for. This is episode 60. guys welcome appreciate you being here so the inspiration for today's topic is always something to be thankful for it's kind of like when you go when you go into a, like a ah, either an establishment or or let's say like a friend or co-worker or something like, hey how, how, how you doing today my response a lot of times is, uh, eh, you know, could be better, could be worse. Could always be better, could always be worse. <laughs> and so, I guess, like, like, especially this week, I've had to take the approach of trying to, instead of focusing on what's wrong, trying to focus on the good. You know, like, try to turn the negative into a positive. This week... Um, pretty much ha- uh, we had um, only had like the first two days the first yeah first yeah two days of uh, my regular route and then the last couple days uh, pretty much um, I had the last time I saw the team the team that's filling in from the the one that I normally deal with they're on vacation but uh, the one that's filling in for the current team, I only literally saw them for two days this week. Because uh, on the second day, they I guess they got held up in weather, so literally I got there at 9:40, and they didn't they didn't get there until like really late. <laughs> so probably like one in the morning. And then uh, the next day, I got a message from my boss, basically saying that. Minnesota team is running six hours behind so either either I would leave and do my, my route that night you know basically running really late and it cancels on Friday because of us being so far behind or he sent me on a smaller like small stuff that night I was like alright it makes sense so I figure I'm gonna send you, send you out to Knoxville Ended up changing a couple times. Ended up going to Bowling Green, and that went from Bowling Green to uh, Lebanon, and Lebanon back to uh, Nashville, whatever. Not a big paying day. I definitely lost money there, but at the same time, I still made money. You know, I didn't. I wasn't like it wasn't a zero dollar day. It just wasn't a full dollar day. You know. So right there, you know, that's one of the things where I'm like, well, hey, I worked. You know, I wasn't happy about the amount of work, but I know that could have, like I said, could always be worse. You know. I could have not had anything to do. Could have been sitting at And so, like the next day, um, the next day, basically, I I wake up, I uh, check the app, don't have any loads assigned, so I message my boss, like, so what's what's the deal? Like, what's going on today? Oh, the team's stuck in a blizzard. 
because basically what the plan, what they what they said they were gonna do was that I would do something else that day, and the next day they would have a different team come down because the original team would be still be right behind, so they would they obviously wouldn't get back in time. So they would try to get a different team to come down, which they did, and that team got stuck in a blizzard. <laughs> so Space Guy got yeah, they've canceled. Um, the team stuck in a blizzard up there. So uh, problem I have. Whenever my load cancels, because usually I'll leave with my load about like five o'clock, and I can get back to the hub at like three, three, three thirty, four o'clock. Usually the latest. Sometimes it's a little bit later if I run, if I run a little bit further behind. But usually by three, between three and four at the latest. And sometimes it's early, like two thirty, I get back to the hub. Depends on how early I can get out of get out with the load. Like if I can take off like four forty-five, then usually I'm. I'm there by like 9, between 9 and 9.30, and I'm out of there in Illinois by 10 o'clock. So that means I'm, I'm back by like literally 2.30 unless I have to stop and get fuel or whatever. So I'm a... Uh... So the problem I have whenever my load cancels is I is basically the, the routine is basically, oh, just hang out and wait until like 8, 8.30. They're gonna, we're we're going to reach out to them. They want us to reach out to them by 8.30. Or they're going to call us by that time or something. Whatever my boss usually says. So. And apologize about the little brief pause. The entire family, I guess. We're all fighting off a little bit of the cold bug. I've had it, I've had it for a couple days. Not too bad. Just the just a, you know, a little bit of a scratchy throat. A little bit of congestion. Got a little bit of a nose but not I'm not like stuffy but it's kind of like half stuffy you know where I can breathe but you can tell that you know so in these last couple days I did that night where I basically went to Bowling Green and then to Lebanon and back the next day when the team was stuck in a blizzard um, I was told oh well, we'll get back with you by like 830 by 8 o'clock and then for 7.40 he literally texted me and goes so you need to head to Nash and you're going to take a you're going to take an empty to Mount Juliet and you need to be to Mount Juliet by 9.15 and you're going to be heading to Knoxville I'm like okay so I was like alright you know of course I was of course I was late I mean I got I got to Nashville and I had to wait on I had to wait on uh them to uh, load me because I was I was told by my boss you're taking it empty. I got in. I didn't have any loads assigned to me in the, the app, so I had to call line hall and basically be like, "Yeah, uh, can you set me up?" I'm told I'm taking it empty to Mount Juliet, and then from there we get loaded to go to Knoxville. And they're like, "Oh, hold on, actually, let me talk to the planner really quick. Well, stand by, put you in a hold." I always love that. It's not a hey, can you please hold, wait for your response. It's all right, stand by, please. Then you listen to. Do -do 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 whatever elevator music is playing, you know. I'm like, oh, okay. Five minutes of beat, waiting, listening to music, go by, she goes, well, I'm sorry, so what's your truck number? Like, I tell her, she goes, all right, stand by. Boop, do 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 Okay, here we go again. Another couple minutes, she comes back, she goes, yeah, the planner says that they, they're they they're gonna set you up with a uh, loaded 53-footer to go to Nashville, or to go to, they call it East Nashville, but it's, it's Mount Juliet, you know. It's like half an hour away. I don't understand why they call it East Nashville. It's kind of weird, but... You know. So, 
Um, so I was like, all right, but then usually within the applicant, we can, um, like if it's a FedEx trailer, we can hit the location. There's like a location option where you can show because each trailer has GPS. And some, I mean, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes the GPS is the, the last area that it pinged was like days ago or in a different state or something. I picked up trailers here in, in uh, yeah, here in Nashville that uh, showed that they were in like Virginia or I think I picked up one that showed it was in California. You know, I was like, oh, that's yeah, that's not accurate. Especially because then I would look at the other trailer and it would show that it's near me, and I'm like, okay, so one of them's tracking, okay, but the other one's showing that it's in like five states away. <laughs> so they're like, oh, righty, you know. But so, um, but the thing that I that I don't like about the uh, um, my load cancels. I'm trying to stay on topic, even though you know, all of it, like. I'm like 90% here because like this morning, for instance, like after running the second night and going to Knoxville and coming back that night, I'm on my way to Knoxville, my boss texted and basically said like, hey, can you, on your way back from Knoxville, can you go to Lebanon and have them do a quarterly inspection of the truck? I was like, yeah, sure, okay. I love that certain, during certain questions I'll ask, like I might, I just won't get a response. Like sometimes I'll respond, other times I'll do crickets. You know, like, got people working for, I mean, he's not, I, I mean, he's the manager, he's not necessarily the guy I work for, but, you know, he's, he's the one I answer to, you know, so, he's not the one that pays the bill, pays the, pays the paycheck, but, you know, but he's a guy I deal with, you know, so he's the one that whatever loads cancel, whatever, or if he, we need to do something, he's the one that lets us know, pretty much, but, so I don't, he said like QBI, which I kind of figured was quarterly vehicle inspection, but I was like QBI, I was like, I didn't, I've never heard that acronym before. Like usually they say, can you go do your quarterly? But I figured QBI, quarterly vehicle inspection. So I messed back like, so I'm, I'm assuming that's quarterly vehicle inspection, right? No, no response. Okay. I was like, all right, well, yep, I'll get it done. So I get to, <laughs> I get to Knoxville. And uh, I go in there, and of course, I don't have any loads assigned. Love when I get a way station one mile, and then uh, follow road signs, you know. And I'm like, ah, oh, not seeing anything over there. So it's like a, one of those rest areas slash way stations. And I'm like, yeah, this one's like never open, so I don't know. Like there's any signs or whatever saying like hey yeah literally it's like one of those little pull off says rest area or parking area way station and like literally all there is over there is trucks you know <laughs> I'm going off of what DriveWise just said basically usually it's like if it's closed all the time DriveWise is almost always like bypass but sometimes it's pulling but less closed I'm like that's not even a real way station that's like a little pull off parking area <laughs> so so I'm like, yep, sure, I can, I'll take it to Lebanon, why not, you know. And while I'm sitting there in Knoxville, I don't have any uh, load assigned. So I have to go in there and talk to them, like, yeah, I'm trying to get back to Nashville or whatever. At that point, I had, you know, I didn't know if I was going to get routed to Lebanon. 
then basically get routed from Lebanon to Nashville, so that way go to Lebanon, get the inspection done, and then, um, you know, go from there to Nashville. But while I was doing my 30 minute break and I heated up my food, was sitting in the truck eating real quick during my 30 at Knoxville, my phone goes off, and of course by that point I'm thinking it's like, ah, uh, 1 o'clock, 1.30 in the morning at that point and uh i figure okay my phone's going off at 1 30 it's probably not a collector or something you know and plus it was like i could tell it was like one of the local area codes around the nashville and surrounding areas so i went ahead and answered it and i was like thinking i like, know oh, it's one of the fedex up probably and it was lebanon apparently but, hey chris someone's from lebanon they call it leers you know, i don't know what the acronym stands for but i'm just like i just call it lebanon <laughs> But um, she's like, yeah, hey, uh, so when you get to, when you get down here to us, do you think you would be able to go to Birmingham, Alabama? I think she said Birmingham. I'm like, ah, uh, how far of a trip is that? <laughs> she was, ah, uh, it's like like four hours round trip. And I was like, well, hold on, let me look at my, let me look at what, how much time I have on my clock, you know, my DOT available hours. And I looked, I was like, well, I mean. I was like, I'm at like seven right now. I was just like, by the time I get to you guys, I think I'm gonna have like four and a half hours left on my 11. I was like, if you say it's four hours round trip, four and a half hours left on my time does not account for, that doesn't mean like four hours doesn't account for getting loaded here in Lebanon or getting loaded down there in Alabama to come back. And if I do doubles, it could easily take me 30 or 40 minutes, depending on if I have to move the trailers around to a better area. You know to, to hook them up because a lot of times I have to do that. Sometimes they're they're in an area where there's plenty of room in front where I can put the dolly in front of one and then I can pull the other one in front of that trailer in front of that dolly back it up and still have plenty of room to do it but sometimes there's they're like trailers like one row those trailers row trailers not far in front of it and yeah technically you could set up in there but it's really tight so whatever trailers are set up like that and my trailers that I'm picking up are in those rows. I usually just, I'll grab the rear trailer and I'll hook up to it, get everything all hooked up and I'll pull it out of that space and I'll drive it around and park it somewhere in a wide open area that I know that I can easily maneuver and get things set. Especially, um, especially parked in an area where I know that the, the parking lot is somewhat level because sometimes there's you know different depending on how the parking lot where you're at you might realize without being able to really see it that you're on a little bit of a slant because you go to you go to, you go to disconnect the dolly from the back of your truck and it wants you to roll backwards or you it's you can't you have to push it with all your might to push it away from the back of the truck just to set it down but then you have to pull the brake because otherwise it's just gonna free roll you know pull the little handbrake on it which I do anyway when I set up for the trailer, so that way I can back up and get, you know, back up to where I can feel it, and then I can pull forward a little bit, you know. Some drivers will back up, and you'll hear them actually like hit it, you know. But I don't, I don't do that. I back up to where you feel the the tension. Okay, cool. There's the dolly. It's like pressing up against a dock, you know. Oh, there's a dock. All right, cool. But uh, so. I told her, yeah, I didn't think I would be able to, to pull it off with my time. She's like, all right, that's fine, all right. So we'll see when we get here. I'm like, all right, cool. 
And I was like, you know what? If I had an extra hour, like instead of four and a half hours, by five and a half, then I would have been like, yeah, let's do it. You know, I'll, I'll go ahead and cover it for you. You know, probably be a decent, you know, be a decent extra pegs. So went ahead, you know, I got at. All right, get a little tongue tied here. Sorry about that. It's the, uh, you know, I wouldn't call a sick brain, but cold brain, you know, where you're like, plus, I've been up all night literally, so I'm, like, on my way to Nash. My last load was technically uh, loaded or dispatched with an empty trailer, but as long as we're hauling, we get paid, what, you know, whether it's empty or loaded, we basically, you know, we're still dispatched, we're still getting paid the same, so it's like, basically moving equipment around, but so I got almost up to Lebanon and Nashville calls me. I'm like, hey! Uh, hey, uh, well, actually, I think <laughs> I I missed a call, and I, I recognized the area code, again, as one of the hubs. I was like, like, I have some of their numbers saved, but apparently there's, like, they have a lot of different numbers, so sometimes they'll call me from a number that I don't have, and so I'll randomly save that number as like Lebanon Lion Hall or Nashville Lion Hall just so that if they call me again maybe it'll pop up and I recognize it but plus depending on the time of day they call me a lot of times I'll go ahead and answer anyway because if they call me at 2am I'm thinking yeah this is probably FedEx <laughs> I was like I don't know anyone aside from my buddy Dave I've been chatting with a lot lately but um, you know other, other than you know chatting with him there's really not anybody else that will call me Middle of the day. <laughs> so they call or I call them back. I'm like, hey, uh, Nashville Lighthall. Like, hey, did you guys try to call me? He goes, yeah, who's this? Like, what's your truck number? I told him, oh, well, Mr. Blodgett. Okay, yeah. Uh, how far are we from Lebanon? I said, like, two exits, like, probably five minutes away. Okay. Would you be able to help us with a load? I'm like, what do you need? He goes, we need a we need a load ran to East Nashville, which is not Juliet. I was like, ah, is it a single or are you guys going to need me to do a set, like a doubles? And he was just going to be a set. Like, fuck. I was like, yeah, I can do it. So they go into, go into Mount Juliet, it's like 30 minutes from Nashville. It's not that bad. So, And I knew I had the time, but I figured, I figured, I know my, my boss is always preaching at us that like, like anytime they ask us to do an extra run, if we if we're able to do it, that only looks makes that makes things look good for for the company, you know, because that way they're they will get more loads offered to us in the future. Just like the, the the day after or the day that they got stuck in the blizzard, and I was waiting until eight o'clock or whatever, and I was like, crap, that means it's canceled today, and I barely ran the night before so i was like crap next paycheck is gonna really suck and i you know kind of got the little lecture from him like well like a lot of our drivers there's a lot of drivers have actually been sitting a lot during this peak season because fedex has been selling i guess fedex during peak season sells loads to outside carriers they call it purchase or yeah they call it peak purchase power and so a lot of the contractors that i actually drive for fedex exclusively got screwed because they didn't have as much freight to run because the loads would be outsourced instead of having their own drivers do it, which, I don't know, maybe FedEx did it for the money or something. Maybe 
they do that so they, they make more money by selling the loads that way or something. I don't know. I think it's bullshit, honestly, you know, because like you have these contracted drivers that are contracted to your company, so they should be the ones that get, that get the top priority of the freight. What do I know? I'm just a driver, right? But so my boss is like, well, a lot of drivers have been sitting, like, you know, you're, like I've managed to keep you on Farina all this time, this entire peak, and you've actually ran pretty consistently, like, all the time, so be grateful. And I said, don't get me wrong, sir. I said, I really, I am grateful. I do appreciate everything you do. I was like, I know there's a problem. I know there's a lot of drivers that, you know, probably are sitting a lot more than me. I know that whenever I have to sit for a day or two because there's no load, I'm kind of irritable myself, but... You know, I wanted to be I wanted to be a smart ass or smart ass slash asshole with him and be like, because I know yes, I should be grateful for the fact that I and I'm and I'm grateful. You know, like they, like I said, there's always something to be thankful for, or whatever. So I am thankful to have work, I'm thankful to be employed, that you know I have a good route, whatever runs. <laughs> Even though lately. Up until recently, it had, you know, it's been running consistently. It's just recently, this week, lost like three days. But that was mostly because the team up there have kept running into issues. So, like, literally, I ran two days, and three days I didn't, you know. But at least I managed to get out here and do something. So, like I said, like, Bowling Green the first night, Knoxville, Lebanon. Basically, the second night, I did, uh, after Lebanon, I agreed to the uh, the load that Nashville needed me to do. So basically, when I got back there in Nashville, I had to hook up a set of doubles and run to Mount Juliet. And he told me basically, like, yeah, you're just going to come back. I was like, well, will they lo anybody load me there in Mount Juliet to come back? He was, you'll probably just grab an MT-53 and come back. There. All right, cool. So I got out there, and, you know, with the... The load to Mount Juliet, and I dropped those trailers, and they didn't have anything in there, so I had to call. And of course, it looked like the line hall office was pretty dark. There was probably somebody in there, but I really don't want to go in and find out. So I just called Nashville, basically said, "Yeah, I just dropped the load over here, to Mount Juliet," and uh, I was told I'd probably be coming back, be dispatched with an MD-53. Um, I don't know if there's anybody working over here. Can you set me up? He said, "Yeah, yeah, I got you. What's your truck number?" He's like, "All right, you're all set up. All right, cool." Went and hit the bathroom really quick, and went and found a 53-footer. Hooked up to it, dispatched myself, put all the information in the computer, and took off. You know, so I got back yesterday at, like, uh, 7. Yeah, it was, like, 7-ish when I, when I was finally on my way out of the hub and the home. And so... All day yesterday, you know, because of course I, I asked the I asked the boss on the the day that uh, the team got stuck in the blizzard. I said, "What's going to happen tomorrow?" Because the main team was running really late, so they had another team to, to run the next day, but they got stuck in a blizzard. So is it going to run tomorrow? He goes, I have no idea. Like, okay, great. Yeah. All right, it's one of those where my boss away. Pretty nice guy, but I. I deliberately try not to have to ask him too many questions because it's kind of the kind of guy that you know if you ask too many questions you kind of get the impression that you're pissing them off you know and I'm like even though they're valid questions you know but he's a busy guy I guess so what's going on doesn't want to deal with little little uh, minions like us you know 
But, uh... So... Of course, the next day, you know, after asking them, are we, you know, for running tomorrow? Because they got stuck in a blizzard today. Are they going to be able to make it back so that they can run tomorrow? You know, I don't know. So, today... I wake up, you know, after... I think I probably I had my alarm set for, like, 3 o'clock. And, uh... Mainly because I didn't get to sleep until probably like 8, 8 o'clock in the morning. And so, got up at 3, didn't have any, any load assigned, so I messaged my boss, and so what's the plan, like what's going on? And he's like, yeah, free to cancel. Uh, he's like, give me till 8 o'clock to figure to, to see if they want me to check back in with him. I was like, alright. So, I was just downstairs hanging out with my wife, um, my oldest and, my, and her uh, kiddo, my grandson. Got home probably by like six, and I guess she was really tired. He was, he was, he's not feeling good, obviously. So he was, he's passed out. And she went into her room and laid down and was fell asleep. So we carried the, the grandkid in there eventually. Basically, laid him on the bed with her and said, "Climb up there with Mama," you know. So she pulled the blanket back and he got under the covers with her. And me and my wife were just watching, uh, watching. Uh, I think we were watching. What's it called? What's it called? Shannon Kennedy. It's that. It's like a new superhero movie or series that involves a native Native American woman. I'm sure, if you guys <laughs> see, normally I, I would be able to. He's like on the tip of my tongue. It's like I can. It's like it's right there, but I can't seem to. I can't seem to bring it out. You know. And part of that is because it's like damn near. 7.30 right now in the morning and I'm still like I'm probably an hour at least well let me see yeah probably at least an hour away from Nashville or whatever but so last night see it's, it's funny like because of, of the schedule I work still for me it's today but though technically day for me is tomorrow for everyone else because when I came to work it was still technically yesterday now it's tomorrow but for me I've, I've been working so it's still today yeah I could go I could talk circles like that for quite a while <laughs> but uh so he, you know he did the usual all right give me till like 8 30 you know I'm gonna check back in with him you know see if we have anything all right cool like literally eight o'clock rolled around me and my wife just you know we're watching these uh this uh, series and uh, my wife's like, so have you heard anything yet? And I was like, no, not yet. I was like, at this point, I'm kind of assuming I'm probably not working because I haven't heard anything. And I'll, but I'll reach out to you in the next 20 minutes, find out. 8.25 came along and my wife started cooking dinner. And I thought, you know, at that point, I figured 8.25. I was like, by this point, I'm probably not working, right? You know. But I thought, you know what? I'm going to go hit the store. I'm going to go grab... A small thing of margarita mix. You know, I had a couple drinks in the fridge. I thought, well, if it's not working, then I'm fucking going to be drinking because Sunday's my regular off day, you know. So I was like, you know, figured off for the next two days or whatever. So, but I literally walked upstairs, figured, all right, I'm going to get, I'm gonna get my regular, get out of my, uh, my, my comfy shorts, get into, actually get into my regular clothes, go hit the store. 
and I get upstairs, I get a text message, and it's like, hey, uh, yeah, so, Knox, or like, Knoxville, and, um, or, it's like, it was like, Knox, or Knox, Kodak, 10, 10, 15. So I responded, or I responded with like, um, does that mean that I am getting loaded to go to Knox or Kodak at 10, 15, or that you, that you expect me to be at Knox or Kodak? because it was 8.30 at that point. Knox is at least... Uh, Kodak is 200 miles away, and I think that's like 30 miles further than Knoxville, so it's like Knox is about 170. Probably it's three hours, at least, you know. Closer to four for Kodak or whatever. And I was like... He was like, no, like, uh, you gotta be at Nashville by like 10.15, and you're going to Knox or Kodak, or they might send you to both. I'm like... Okay, cool. You know, by that point it was like eight, eight forty, and I was like, well, at least I have. It's not like the other day. Literally, he messaged me at seven forty and said, yeah, you need to be like leave now, and you need to be to East Nash by nine fifteen. And of course, I got there at like nine twenty five, but they it's preloaded, so literally it wasn't a big deal. I dropped my loaded trailers, went on the app, whatever, saw the the next load, went ahead, and found the trailer, and got hooked up, and took off. You know. That night was thankfully mostly singles, you know, one like one trailer. Tonight has been more doubles, you know. It, uh, so basically, what they did, they sent me to Kodak with a loaded set of doubles, and he told me when he sent me out there, like, yeah, you're gonna go there and come straight back. Okay, cool. My boss was like, when I when he dispatched or when he uh, load, when he uh, told me about the load, he said, "Well, on your way back, and, and, like if you want, like if you want the extra work, like you know, Lebanon probably has a load going to Bowling Green. Bowling Green is like an hour and a half away from Lebanon, and then Bowling Green would be like an hour from uh, Nashville." And I was like, by that point, thinking, "Well, I'm gonna get loaded probably by like 11." I was like. Probably gonna be really late by the time I even get back. Be on my way back from Knoxville. I was like, I would do it, but I was like, I just I didn't got to bed like eight o'clock yesterday. It really, because I said that. Then here I am. It's like seven thirty right now, and I'm still an hour outside of Nashville or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that sucks. But that's not not surprising me that it's like, yeah, meet up there like ten thirty. And it was like 11.40 before I got out of there because I had to move the trailers around and stuff. So, that was fun. That was fun. I was, you know, part of why, I, you know, I told him, like, I really don't volunteer for extra stuff too often because I do not want to do multiple loads of doubles per night. Because, you know, those dollies, and for anybody who's dealt with doubles, those dollies aren't exactly light. Sometimes they're okay, but there's some dollies that I guess have a little, are a little more heavy heavier built and so you literally lift up that front end and you're like holy shit I feel like you're gonna like you know pass out or buckle under the weight or something <laughs> sometimes you lift it up like oh that's not bad so I get all the way out to Kodak probably by like probably by like 330 ish 315 330 and then I, I drop after I get my trailers drops and I have the dolly drop temporarily, and I'm bobtailing around going, all right, I want to, you know, I had the bathroom, I got to find, you know, the main entrance so I can go and hit the bathroom and see if it's more convenient to try to heat up my, my meal here. Or if I want to 
because they had me set up to, to do it. <laughs> another set of doubles, but two empty trailers going 30 miles away to Knoxville. I was like, oh, shit, man, Because I was hoping to just go straight back, like, get out, like, get, maybe get a, a loaded 53, or, you know, if I had to do a set of doubles, and, you know, straight back to Nash, but, like, no, grab two empties and go to, Na or go to Knoxville and shit. Fuck. So I found the little break room area, had my food heating up while I was hitting the bathroom, and then filled my water bottles up. Came back to the truck, I went and tracked down a couple of empties, Took me a while. I finally got out of there. I think like I was there for over an hour, so it was closer to close to five when I finally left. Then I got over to Knoxville, thinking like they better not be having me bring in two empties and then we take two loaded's. You don't have to do this whole setup thing again. I was like, that's gonna suck. I was like, but I'll do it. You know, only perk about that is we get paid. We actually get paid for each hookup. It's like, I set them out if it's a single, and it's a little bit more if it's a set of doubles. So it's like, I think it's close to like 20 bucks if it's a set of doubles, and like 15 if it's like a single. You know, we get the drop it on pay or whatever. Which is pretty cool, it adds up if you do, that's the one thing that, one perk if you do multiple loads in a night, that you're getting that drop and hook pay, so that adds up quick. So, I wasn't too worried about, I told my boss when he mentioned going to Bullet Green, Night, or last night I was like I was like I would normally do it because of the extra money but at the same time half my work last night technically was after midnight and I know that like after midnight I went from Knoxville to Lebanon Lebanon to Nashville Nashville to Mount Juliet Mount Juliet back to Nashville and I was like that's a lot of hookups that I got paid for so plus mileage <clears throat> Sorry guys, a little bit, like I said, a little congested going on here, you know, can't wait to get back so I can hopefully take a, before going to sleep, take a little bit of medication, hopefully knock my ass out, you know, clear this stuff out. <laughs> so, part of my, that was part of my hesitation with doing, getting this episode recorded was because I was like, man. Like, I can talk, but I'm, you know, like, hacking crap up, you know, it's kind of sucks. So, but, so I got to Knoxville and expecting, you know, that I was going to have to do two loadings. But I pulled the two empties in there, and the assignment from Knoxville back to Nashville just says one empty. I'm like, that's interesting. They want me to take two empties to Knoxville, to so then take one empty to Nashville. Getting paid the same either way, you know, getting the drop and hook pay, and getting paid mileage. So they like, alright. I was very tempted to just drop the rear trailer, drop the dolly, and keep the front empty pup. And dispatch myself with that. But then I thought they're probably like shuttling trailers between hubs, like to because they you know have to keep so many trailers different different terminals, like their trailer pool or whatever they call it. And I thought, you know what? Screw it. I was like, I'm gonna drop both trailers, I'll just grab a 53, take off. So it's what I did. Grabbed my 53, went about 10 miles away and hit a, hit a, a flying J to go ahead and fill up fuel and death because I was below a quarter. I could have probably made it back close to Nashville, but I was like, yeah, I'll just get fuel here, why not? Get some points and whatnot, I'm all set for the week now when I, when I come back and start the, the next work week and stuff. 
but what I was saying earlier, sorry about it though. I had to go on a tangent for a while to then circle back to what I said before about what I what I don't like about uh, you know when the load cancels is that then it seems like instead of working my normal hours and getting up like three in the morning, I do something like this where it's like gonna be eight thirty before I even get back to Nashville. And I've told <laughs> I've told my boss Peely, I was like, you know, He's always, oh, you want to do such a, like, because like, sir, I was like, I really, really do not like working straight overnight. I was like, I'll work late. I'll get done really late o'clock, like, go dark 30, whatever, like, 4 or 5. Hell, even, like, 5, 30, 6 o'clock, when it might still technically be dark, but I'm heading home. Like, if I can get home and, get, and I'm in bed, and it maybe it's starting to get light when I'm getting to bed, then I'm like, all right, I can live with that. But, like, right now, I mean, it's, it's not... It's funny, it's 7.30, so technically the sun's up, but it's because we got weather coming in, I guess. You know, it's, we're getting some winter storms over the next day or two, which I'm like, hey, well, perfect timing, I'm going to be off, so I'm not going to have to deal with it, you know. But, uh, I don't like the straight, I don't like working overnights, you know, because I did it for a while with doing security, and of course I had to live had to live off coffee for a while, which is why I can't stand coffee now, because I drank it so much I got sick of it, you know. Doesn't do anything for me. I would literally have to drink Red Bull or something to, like, actually wake myself up. But... Hey. Part of the... Towards tonight's topic, with there's always something to be grateful about. You know, be thankful for or whatever. Yeah, I don't like working the overnights, but at the same time, I need the money, you know? And so, I don't complain about it, you know? And he's like, yeah, I got this for you, blah, blah, blah. Here, you're leaving at like 11 p.m. Fuck. Like, okay. So then I, I don't even really complain at home. I literally am like, well, this is what's going on. He's like, my, my wife's like, so when I come up, literally came upstairs to, like last night or whatever, the night before, when he said, yeah, you need to be in Mount Juliet by 9.15, I was like, all right, cool. My wife had literally just got upstairs like half an hour before that or so. She'd been upstairs laying down for a little bit. And all of a sudden, I show up there, put my, my computer away, starting to get dressed. She was, you guys, you got, you got your, got that uh, text from your boss? I'm like, yep. I was like, going to Mount Juliet, going to Knoxville in the back. She was all right, cool. I was like, it's a little bit of a mileage loss, but at least it's something, you know. She was, yep. I was like, I'll take a some payment, some payday over no payday, you know. And like technically the other day when I had agreed to, when I agreed to the uh, uh, extra run, the Nashville to Mount Juliet, and then the dispatch to come back. Part of what, part of that was because I was like, well, I was like, I've got the hours. Technically, I can do it. And it extra mileage pay, extra drop and hook pay for two different two different legs, you know, so I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, so and the reason why I don't I'm, tonight I'm like not too worried about getting back as late as I am is because technically I'm off tonight and tomorrow. I have a feeling my boss might try to text me tomorrow, hey you wanna work? No oh, dude. I was like I literally had to spend half my regular day off in bed because I didn't get home till like nine o'clock so yeah fuck it. 
No, I won't say that to him. He's a good guy, you know. I appreciate everything he does. Don't get me wrong, I am grateful. You know, that's one of the things that I laughed when when he was telling me that oh, I should be grateful because I've I've, I've been running pretty consistently. I'm like, well, I was like, that's not necessarily something I have to be grateful for. I was like, that's my run, and if it, that's the run I'm assigned to. That's the run I got hired for, and if it runs, then I'm running. You know, I was like, I can't help that other drivers are assigned to runs that aren't that have not been running very consistently at all for a while. You know, it just tells me that I, even though there's times where I wish I was on a different run, if my load cancels enough, I at the same time kind of, I had to change the switch runs a while back, and I, I finally, I told them like, yeah, you know what? I was like, if you have backup runs that you can put me on, if my load cancels, I'll just stay where I'm at. I already know the run, I'm familiar with it. You know, he's oh yeah, that makes sense. You know, you have the team's numbers, so your your communication with them, so people are making more sense for you to stay on there, and I'll just. If it cancels, I'll put you on something else for the day. I'm like, yep. So, but there's days that cancels two days in a row, and I'm like, oh crap, here we go. Especially when you're getting bills paid currents. You know, like, bills you've been behind on for a while, and you're starting to finally get to where you're almost there, and then you have like a week where you, you lose your, your load for like two or three days. And like, well, I was almost caught up. Now I'm going to fall behind again. Shit, you know. But, you know. That's why I've worked my ass off the past three nights doing other shit instead of my, my load because it was either that or complain to stay home. But I was like, no, I'll go out. I'm like, what do you got? I'll do it, you know. But working these overnight hours, though, man. But all night tonight, I was literally like, I'm going to enjoy my drinks tonight. <laughs> Hell, I don't even, like, the people closest to me don't even need to ask me why my, why my stress level might be as high as it is, because they don't. They see what they see my schedule that I work, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, dad's always stressed out. Because of that. But I still put on a smile, still find things to joke about, laugh about, because I'd rather laugh than cry, so that's my advice to you guys. You know, it's like, you know, that friend of mine that I had that I told you guys about in one of the previous, like, first episodes that I referred to as D. Um, it's funny, I thought I had her blocked everywhere, but I guess uh, an account on Instagram or on a TikTok popped up recently. And I was like, and of course I recognized her right away. And, like, ah. and so I didn't even like, I didn't even engage on her, her uh, TikTok post. Like, I literally just looked at the... Uh, I think I watched the video that she posted, but I didn't. But otherwise, I, I exited out. I didn't like it or anything. And yet, for the last couple days, I keep getting the email from TikTok saying, like, people you engage with. And it was part of her. It was one of them was like her popping up. I'm like, I did not engage with her. Like, I didn't, I didn't do anything on her post. So finally, I figured out, all right, it took me a minute. I guess you gotta click the little arrow button that makes makes me think that I'm trying to share her post, but then he, then it gives you the option to block that account. So I'm like, oh cool, all right. So I went ahead and blocked that account. So that way I won't. I was like, I don't want anything to do with her. I was like, she ever wants to have anything to do with me, she could be the one to track me down and somehow find a way to reach out to me through an account that I don't have blocked. <laughs> but otherwise, you know. I was one of those too negative, you know, could not deal with it. Always like this sucks, that sucks, everything sucks. Life's miserable. 
never gonna, that, that, nothing good is ever gonna happen. I'm like, yeah, I can't deal with that crap. Because, you know. I know for a lot of us, life is, life is difficult enough. You know, and if, if you allow yourself to dwell, I guess would be the right way to put it, to dwell on the, what's going wrong in your life, things that you're not happy with. Like if you if you only allow yourself to think about that stuff instead of positive stuff, you know what's going right. Even though there may not be a lot positive in your life, and I understand that, you know, I can't say that there's a, a, a shit ton of positive in my life. There is. I mean, there's a decent amount. You know, grateful for my family. You know, grateful for the fact that I'm not over the road anymore. That I'm even though I wear my ass off still driving and I kind of am over the road I'm just not I don't stay out like I do my 540 or whatever miles a day and then I'm, I'm back in Nashville by the time I get done so or like lately you know might be like 400 miles do like five different stops but then I'm back and crawl out of the bed like 8 o'clock in the morning you know and that's another thing too like by that even though no matter how my night goes like yesterday got home and I would text the wife. I'm like, glad you made it to work safe. I'm like, I'm on my way home. She was getting home safe. Like, I'm trying. But I was like, I'm kind of like really, really tired. And she was yeah, just, you know, if you need me to call, I'm like, gosh, oh, she'll be okay. And she sometimes, I'll be like, I am really like drifting off the road here, trying to get home. And she, she'll call me and talk to me for 10 minutes to, while I'm driving home. She's like, I just don't want you to have an accident or I just worry about you. I'm like, yeah, worry about me too because I don't want to work these overnight hours. So these, some of these nights kind of suck. But, hey, you know, it's, it's work. I got paid, so hey, you know. But, uh, you know, we got we to gotta take the time to focus on the, the good stuff in our life. Like, yeah, well, you know, we could make more money. Like, yeah, we could pay less rent, you know. Uh, we could have our dream car, which not for me, I, I, I do, I my ramp, you know, that was what I was after for a couple years. I mean, is, is it a sports car or whatever? No. Or the, the full-size truck? No. But I was after a uh, crew cab uh, Dodge Ram. I have a well, crew cab pickup truck. I was kind of like, it was up in the air what, what brand make it models gonna get because I was like well it depends on what whatever dealer I go through whatever they have what I can get approved for and so initially I, I thought I was gonna get a crew cab Ford F-150 through through uh so I'm drawing a blank it's probably being tired I'm like what's that dealership's name Yeah, I can't. It's one. Of, it's a dealership that uh, he starts the C, and I, I'm drawing a blank. Like I can't even. You know. Yeah, but it's one of those where technically they had preliminarily approved me. You know, it was like a pre-approval kind of. It's like, yeah, well, we think like, based on your information, like you're approved for this much, so let's let's go ahead. Like, we want to order that truck and have it shipped here. So I I paid. I think I paid a hundred bucks to have them ship it from Dallas to Nashville. Uh, you know, got on the phone with them, and I talked to the lady. They ran my information, 
And I told him, I said, I have five grand to put down in cash. And she's like, all right, cool. And uh, she ran my information. It was the, the truck itself, was, I think it was only like, because it was a little bit older truck. It had like 100 something. It had 110,000 miles on it. It was like 18 grand they were asking for. It. Something like that. I was, gonna, I was saying I had five grand to put down, so I thought I should, this shouldn't be a problem. She came back, she goes, yeah, so it's asking for uh, 12 grand down, and they either want that you're approved, put that about down, and your payments will be $620 a month. And I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. So you won't need it, so it's 16000 or 18000 I was like, so you guys are only approving me for $6,000 loan out of the 18K. You want me to put the like two thirds down, but I, my payments are still gonna be over 600 bucks. How the hell does that work? And she was, well, and so I said, yeah, I don't like, I, like ma'am, I was like, cause she was like, well, I mean, like we'd love to work with you, whatever. And uh, I was like, well, the problem is like, I have, like I said before, so I have five grand, I don't have 12 grand. I was like, so, and then went through one of the other ones, like drive wide, drive time or something. And same thing for a pickup truck to them, they wanted 10 or 12,000 for an $18,000 truck, you know? And I'm like, that's stupid. You say, well, for five grand, we, can get, we can't get you into a vehicle. Like what kind, what kind of vehicle are we talking? Cause I was like, I'm not, you know, he's like, well, we can get you like a, like a small SUV, like a small, like a, like a, you know, Ford, probably like a rogue or something and i was like well yeah but i'm not after that vehicle like i want a career cab truck that's what i've set my mind on that's what i want i'm not gonna settle oh okay sir well so sorry to hear that yeah okay whatever fuck you <laughs> so but it got off a little bit ranting and apologize but that's probably being sick and tired literally sick and tired <laughs> So, we gotta, you know, we gotta focus on things that are good in our life, you know. I got my truck, um, for the most part, got my health. That's been an interesting journey the past two months since I got the, diagno the diagnosis for uh, diabetes. It's like I'm kind of you can kind of tell like for instance um, had dinner with my wife last night at about 9 40 before I got ready to, to head in you know she went to go to bed I, I got ready to head into work I debated I was like do I bring my last meal prep you know meal that I, I prepped up for the week you know with me because I thought I'm only going to Knoxville back I was like it's only like three hours there probably three like three and a half or so hours there three and a half hours back not a big deal I was like maybe I could get up there back whatever should be a big deal and I thought so I thought do I bring the meal I was like do I need it since I literally just had a had a nice big helping of a hamburger helper but then I thought yeah I better bring it just in case because you know I'll probably still go ahead and heat it up because you know I thought well with diabetes you know keep the keep the blood sugar levels try to moderate them a little bit you know there's times where like I'll be at like average around 120, 130. So you have to be between 100, 180, you know, less than 180. Try to be over 100. There's times where I've been at like 88. You know, I'm like, whoa, crap. All right. So 
I brought the meal out with me at five, like 4.30, 4.45, 5 o'clock this morning at uh, Kodak. I went ahead and heated up that food. I know that technically, you know, because it takes a little offer to affect your system as far as your blood sugar goes. So I actually ch checked my blood sugar with my meter after I ate. Like I did it right after I finished finished the meal. Went ahead, pricked my finger, checked the blood, whatever. 88. Oh, shit. I was like, well, I'm glad I, I'm glad I heated up food because, you know, that was pretty low. And then when I hit fly J, I went ahead and grabbed two. I said, fuck it. You know, even though they're like, hey, my doctors or whatever, they're like, they're like, yeah, you need to like, like, I, I mean, obviously watch sugar, but carbs are more important. Like, watch, make sure to watch your carbs. Like, only do so many, these many grams of carbs per meal, like 25. There's times, depending on how low my sugar, my, my blood sugar is or whatever, that I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm not even gonna give a fuck right now. So, like, I'll, I'll go ahead and just, like, I'll heat up, like, a, we have these little stir fry cup of noodles that we get that, every, that me and me and Allie. I think Aaron does them a little bit sometimes, but it's mostly me and Allie that do them. So we literally have a section of the cabinet. We'll always have like seven or eight or a dozen different, like the teriyaki chicken, Korean barbecue. I think she got some that was like hot garlic chicken or something this last time. Because the wife will buy some and uh, then, you know, they're like, I'll get paid. I'll buy, I'll buy like half a dozen. And then kiddo will get paid, my oldest will get paid, or her food stamps will hit, and uh, she'll end up buying a bunch of them too, so we'll have a whole cabinet full. I'm like, well, I'm glad that we're all buying them, because that way they don't run out. Tag <laughs> our team effort right there, you know? It's another thing, grateful for grateful for what my daughter does, you know, because before she left, we were asking her to help out financially with, like, because she, you know, she had offered, like, hey, what do I, what can I do to help? And we said, like, hey, you know, if you're willing to help a little bit towards rent, like 200 bucks every two weeks towards that $2,000 balance, that would knock off a little bit. That would take a little bit off mom and bombs in my plate. So we'd be able to breathe a little bit easier. And, you know, said, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But then when uh, the older sibling came in the picture, you know, there's a negative influence there, so she got to believe in that basically we were taking her for granted and taking her taking advantage of her, even though we we're like, you offered her, like we didn't come even asking for this, but since she's been back, you know, she basically she she's on food stamps and she uses that to help with the groceries with the house. And so I'm grateful for that. And the wife you know, the wife and I have talked about the whole possibility of well, we could ask Allie if she can financially contribute at all. And I'm like, I don't, I was like, I'm happy with Allie contributing towards groceries. You know, if she does have any money, any extra money at any point in time and she wants to help, then that's on her. But I was like, but rent wise and stuff like that, I said, I do not want to go down that road again, even though I'm sure she, she, she'd do it. But we're, I'm trying to basically make sure that we take care of everything that we've been taking care of all this time. All the time that Allie was gone, and then all the time since Allie's been back, especially because our oldest is paying. She uh, doesn't. She's not quite driving yet. You know, we're working on that part. You know, getting a vehicle for her. Getting an older vehicle that's pretty much paid for that uh, we're getting for family or whatever. Got to go out to Oklahoma with my uh, youngest in March. I do that 800 mile drive back with that car. That's gonna be fun. Part of why I'm not flying out there right now by myself because I really don't want to do that 800 mile drive between Oklahoma and Tennessee. 
and uh, you know solo. Even though I could, I could do it. It's not a problem. I'm a trucker. It's what I do. But I thought I really want to come out there with somebody, so that way I have company in the car. <laughs> my, mom, my mom's like, yeah, that's fine. Like march, march along. Very cool. I was like, I'll see what I can do. And I'll, I'll let you know. Looking at like that's when uh, spring break is for my youngest. You know, try to avoid taking her out of any days of school because you know, she's, there's been cold bugs and stuff that's gone around this year, and so she's missed yeah. like not really hasn't missed that much school, but according but as far as the school's concerned, it's too much. So we're getting that letter saying we have to go have a meeting with the teachers, and we're like. Every time she's missed school, we email you guys, or we've got a doctor's note or whatever, but they're still like, yeah, well, legally, we still have to meet with you guys or a plan for what we can, how we can support your student, your uh, your kid, and uh, the game plan and plan of attack. And I'm like, I understand, but, you know, you guys are making too much of a deal out of this. Because for the most part, for the most part, she's still there, you know. But, um... So... You know, when he had this truck pass me and then like literally slowed down, and I'm like, okay, so you flew by me, and now you're. So I start to pass him, but I'm kind of slowing down a little bit, thinking like, is he gonna speed up? Because I can't pass him, or is he gonna stay slow so I pass him? There he goes. He's accelerating. What do you know? So I was like, you passed me, but then you're slowing down in front of me. I was like, don't do that, man. Come on. Like if you're not gonna stay up to speed in front of me, then stay behind me. And I got the cruise on, buddy. Got the cruise on. So, but anyway, um, so I just looked at the time and holy crap, it didn't mean to go this long this episode, but so, I feel like I covered some good stuff. Though. Hopefully, you guys found some value in it and stuff. But anyway, guys, that's pretty much the, the point of this. Was there's all I mean, it, things can always be worse. So all, all we gotta do is just instead of looking at everything that's wrong, try to try to either look at well, try to look at what's what's good going well in your life, like things are good. But also try to take advantage, like see um, if there's any part of those things that are not good that can um, they can use to your advantage, kind of. See, look, like, I almost said, hey, see, look, like, he's doing it again, but, you, you know, obviously we're in a podcast, you guys can't look. But the truck that I was talking about, that got in front of me, slowed down, and then I started to pass, he sped up, now I'm behind him, slowed back down again. I'm like, so I have a feeling I'm going to be passing him and getting in front of him again. But, um... So, we always got to... Think about you know what's going well in our life and see what you can do. You know how you can work. Um, I guess work the some of the negative parts for, into your favor. I guess would be the right way. And part of the way I'm going to try to explain that is you guys know because of the Storytime Fridays that uh, I've been that I've, I've been focusing on my, uh, on my writing. And so, lately, what I've been telling myself, even though, yeah, I'm stressed, if I lose my, my, my uh, load, and I'm sitting at home, but then I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, but if I'm sitting at home for an extra day, I guess that just means extra day, I can either, 
knock out the writing project ahead of time so that I don't have to do as much when I'm on my off days or I can still I can knock it out and then still end up writing on my off days and have extra and I work on my book I have make progress on my book as well as work on the, the short the, uh, the uh, story for Storytime Friday you know so that, that was that's kind of been my mindset the past couple days is you know if I'm, if I'm off then you know, I'm just tonight when I'm, you know, when I'm staying up late or whatever, you know, since I try to keep a similar schedule, I don't really go to bed early, even if I'm, even if I'm off, I might stay up like, I might go to bed like 2 or 3, but I don't go to bed like midnight or 10 p.m. or something because I'll be up really early the next day, and and then if I work that day, then I'll be up to like 3 or 4 or 5 in the morning, and I'll be like tired as hell, you know, so... But that's what I've been doing lately. I've been uh, telling myself, well, if I'm off tonight, I guess I'll just uh, work on my writing. I'll make, some, I'll keep moving forward in whatever way possible. I do what I gotta do. So that way, you know, it's not just a lost night. I can literally say, okay, well, I didn't work. I didn't have any, any loads to run, but I, I still got some. I got some of my writing stuff done. You know, it's not gonna lie. Part of one of my my big goal big goal I have would be to um, eventually be able to be a full-time writer and full-time podcasters. You know? It's like, I know eventually, like, the next big thing for the podcast will be getting my uh, getting a website active. You know, I've got the, I've got, already got the domain for it. I just need to get a get hosting and get a get a website put together and set up. And, um, I already have like plans like maybe I'll have a site a part of the site where I'll have promotions like people that want to people that want to promote like they want to have me list like their opportunity or their product or something you know maybe it could be listed on the site or it could be a part of the site where they submit their information to me that they want me to talk about in the show to give their to give their website information or whatever and have a part of my site that they can submit their stuff to me like hey i want to advertise my business and such and such whatever and i can be like all right cool you know and then i could arrange with them like all right well yeah to advertise will be this much per month you know or this much per episode that i that i advertise for you something i don't know how it works because again i haven't done it yet so but anyway guys i think i've uh talked your ear off enough but um, oh, I know one one thing I wanted to talk about that when I was trying to think of like a, a topic to talk about was like you know just not only being grateful for the things you love, be grateful for the people, you know, because it's like you know there's a lot of us out here that probably. Aren't quite, aren't quite as blessed with having family to go home to or whatever. Thankfully, I'm like, I'm very grateful. I'm, I'm something I wanted to actually kind of a shout out to my wife. Even though I don't, I don't believe she's listening to my podcast, but if she does, Aaron, I just want to let you know I love you. I am truly grateful for you. I know that, you know, we, we both have each other's backs. And we've been there for each other no matter what. And I know we've had our issues, but you know, 17 years later and we're still fighting through 
good fight. And like the other day, what made me think about this was, um, I think it was, um, yeah, when I was doing the, the Knoxville and the Lebanon and Nashville and all that. When I was at Knoxville, my wife texted and she was like, Say morning, you know, morning. She's like, yeah. Um, she goes, how are you feeling? I said, I'm like, I'm pretty tired, but I'm, I'm awake. I'm got wheels on the ground. I'm good, you know. <laughs> she goes, yeah. She goes, because I know that. She goes, I know that I'm exhausted, so I can only imagine how you feel. I said, well. I said, I'm like you. I was like, or you and I are pretty much the same. Like we, you know, we're both dead ass exhausted all the time, dead on our feet. And yep, but yeah, we just we do what we gotta do. We push forward. She's like, yep. And uh, it just touched me a little bit. It made me think. It, it kind of made me feel like my wife acknowledged, like what I was going through. You know, because it's it's one thing like if you like you have people in your life that all they want to do is they want to they want to vent you about their stuff but then you start to talk about your day that's like they go to you know they want to go to sleep or whatever you know like yeah whatever i don't want you you're boring i don't want to talk but to hear my wife actually acknowledge like yeah i mean i'm I'm sure you're like exhausted and stuff you know just want to make sure you're okay and i was like it it meant a lot to know that i mean yeah she's my wife but it meant a lot to know that someone in general cared you know and so I'm grateful for that as well, because I know there's I know there's people in my life. I know my parents care. I know my in-laws care. And I know I, I have friends that care and cousins that care. You know, like, there's a lot of people in my life that I haven't talked to in a while that you know. I know they technically care, like my cousins from up in Connecticut, and you know, <laughs> I know they care. But I think a while back when I was doing uh, when I was doing the online business route with doing the Facebook lives and stuff. I think they pretty much unfollowed me and I'm still connected with them. But I think they unfollowed me on Facebook because literally like I see their stuff, but they never, I, I comment on their stuff like, oh my God, that was awesome, congratulations. But they never engaged in any of mine. So I don't, I don't even think they even see my stuff because they probably unfollowed my, my profile, whatever. And I'm like, all right, but you guys can't like refollow. So you guys can like, you know, but they're also the ones that, like, the cousin I used to talk to all the time, like, every day. Those cousins up there kind of got pissed at me at one point, saying that after I'd, I'd visited them three times, and then we moved out here in Tennessee, they uh, complained that, well, you don't come up to see us anymore. I was like, I came up there to see you, like, three or four times. Like, you guys haven't visited us at all. So I was like, okay, you know. And they keep it along with the topic. Don't get me wrong. I'm grateful for the times I was able to go up there and see them. But then since coming down here, it's a little bit more of a drive. In Philly to go to to uh, Connecticut, it was like 200 miles. Down here, we're like 800 miles. Well, 800 from Philly. It's like, so it's 1,000 from uh, Connecticut. But some of the cousins now live in PA. So it would actually be about 800 miles probably. But... I'm grateful for the time we had with them that we were able to, I was able to see my aunt and uncle before they passed away. And uh, I was able to go hang out with the cousins a little bit. You know, I, I do miss the fact that we don't, like, literally, we, we're not as close anymore. We don't talk every day like we used to. It kind of sucks. Because family's important. But, you know, when I look back, I'm like, well, that wasn't me. Like, I was still available. She just stopped talking to me. So 
I was like, I don't remember. But she was getting married or whatever, so when she got married, we just stopped talking. You know, she had a family, now she has a bigger family or whatever. And I try to be supportive, but I'm like, well, you guys don't give a shit. <laughs> so anyway, guys, you know, it's just, you know, that's one of the things that I am grateful for people that care. You know, because I know that there are people in my life that care. And there's people in your life, even if you don't feel it, guys, there are people, there's, there's I mean, I'm going to go out of limb because I don't know, don't know how, how many, how everyone's life is, like who's in each other's lives. But, um, I'm going to go out and live and say that we all have at least somebody in our life that cares. Like, we're not alone. You guys aren't alone. And if you guys feel that you're alone, you know, I'm going to throw that email out there, guys. So you're always welcome to reach out. And, I, you know, I can cover a specific topic for you. Or if you want to go back and get email back and forth, whatever. If you just need, just need someone to talk to, watch the show podcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of any episodes. You can ask me any questions. If you want me to acknowledge on air, on, you know, while I'm saying on air, <laughs> not on the radio, but hey, you know, you know what I mean. But, you know, it's out there if you guys need it. If you guys want to uh, comment on any of the episodes, if you guys want to request a certain topic to be covered for Roll Talk Tuesdays, um, if you want to comment on the stories, you know, because I've actually had some feedback on quite a bit of feedback on a couple of stories I've done so far and so far so far I haven't heard anything negative I've heard a lot of really good uh, a lot of positive stuff um, I'm really looking forward to, to the next one posting because that one is a lot longer story there's a lot more substance to it and so that one I think you guys really like so on that note guys I know we're at like an hour and ten minutes so I'll go ahead and let you go but just remember guys you guys are alone there's always somebody out there you got you got me here feel like I'm always going to be here on Tuesdays and Fridays Tuesdays for real talk for whatever random topic I can think of and Fridays every week story time Fridays guys new story every week feel free to like and follow um, tell your friends when I post the uh these episodes air in the uh, show notes on each episode there's, there's also going to be a link for it's, a, it's through my uh, my hosting platform that I go through for my podcast it's a tip link as like the ability to choose like 5, 10, 50 5, 10, 50 or like custom amounts if anybody ever like if, if there's anybody ever that wants to actually financially contribute to the show to you know help support it otherwise uh main support i definitely ask for is if you guys like and follow and if you guys want to especially if you're catching this on like spotify or i think you can read on iheart i don't know i've <laughs> i've listened to so many podcasts on iheart radio i've never i just click the follow button I've, i don't think i've ever rated an actual podcast i'm sure there is because i'll li- I've listen to multiple shows that talk about like Five star rating is so helpful. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm sure it is. But like, I'm, I've been going for a while, and I know I'm. My number of listeners has been improving the past couple weeks since I started doing the stories. 
but I don't. But on Spotify, I was wasn't rated yet. You know, like I got one rating recently that put me like five stars. And I was like, oh, cool, awesome. You know? But I didn't even pay attention to that. I was more focused on like making sure to get good content out there, get good stories out there, and you know, let let the people know that I'm out here and stuff, which is pretty cool. I had a cousin message me the other day when um, Storytime Friday episode posted. She said, "Hey, Kazo, it's it's your cousin Michelle." Blah blah blah. So shout out to Michelle if you if you. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. The way it's spelled, I'll admit, I don't know, but, you know, and we type, we don't, we don't do voice clips, so, otherwise I would probably hear, oh, that's how you pronounce it, it's like people pronouncing my last name, like, is your last name pronounced, uh, blah, 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 you got me out here hanging, hanging out with you every Tuesday and Friday, and of course you got the email address. You can drop me a line if you want to. Um, keep pushing forward, keep believing. You know, believe you can, believe you will. And you're already halfway there. You just gotta go out there and do it. Uh, don't focus on on what's going wrong. Instead, try to try to focus on the good in your life. Just try, even if you gotta be silly, be a goof, whatever. Find little things that you can just joke about, laugh about, and up pissing people off. Because you're always you're always laughing about. Well, because I'd rather laugh than cry, so fuck off. You know. <laughs> they would like some people would rather sit around and complain about how, how bad their life is. Like, well, okay, how is that gonna make your life better? You know. Because then you see videos of those same people, and they literally have this permanent scowl on their face. It's like, so how's life treating you? You know, they just give you the bird. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, anyway, y'all, I appreciate y'all being here with me and uh, this kind of you know, talking to you guys today while I've been on my way back to Nashville. I'm literally like probably about half an hour away, or less. Probably, yeah, probably about half an hour at max. So you guys have had game, you know, hanging out with you this morning is kind of giving me something to do, keep my mind occupied, so I'm not like overly tired. And you know, I'm doing what all, all of all of us when we go to work try to do. You know, we go to work and we want to come home safe afterwards. You know, so that's what I'm trying to do. My wife texts me like five times, like, you know, I can worry about you, you know, safe please. I'm like, I'm working on it. I was like, I'm tired as hell because it's like. 8.15 in the morning right now, and I've been up, I've been at, i actually been up since yesterday at 3 p.m., so. Got up at 3, went to work at 10.30, 11 o'clock, and I'm almost done with my day. Can't wait till my, I look forward to my, my normal run, hopefully getting back to running every day so I don't have to do this overnight shit. <laughs> but, when thinking about the positive and being grateful, I'm grateful for the fact that I did work and I made money, so there's that <laughs> but keep pushing forward keep believing we got this uh, take that negative like if you have downtime because of like a job filter or something you know, there's something else you can do like another project you can work on to keep moving forward like what I'm doing with my writing then take advantage of that that downtime and do something positive do something productive you know so anyway guys I appreciate you guys all joining me on this week's Real Talk Tuesday, this milestone episode number 60. 
every every time we hit a new, uh, I guess you could say a new decade, not really a decade, but you know, the, the next 10 episodes in, you know, yeah, it's Pasto. It's like, I can't wait till we're up in the hundreds and be like, holy crap, I can't believe we have this many episodes. But anyway, guys, I love y'all. There's nothing you can do about it. Believe me, people have tried. I appreciate you guys all tuning in with me. Please do uh, hit the subscribe button, like and follow, tell your friends, and come back with me this Friday um, for the next round of Storytime Friday. On that note, guys, I appreciate you guys being here. We'll see you then, and we'll talk to you guys on episode 61. Keep rocking it, and we'll see you guys later. Have a good one.